Episode 63, what you need to know before you hire a PR agency. Welcome to the PR Playbook Podcast, the only podcast giving you actionable skills and advice you need to execute a strategic PR program. Warning, what you hear next may lead to brand awareness and increased sales and customer exposure. Now here's your host, Rinjini Joshua. Hello and welcome to episode 63, your PR, pre-PR agency checklist. (laughs) I think um, it's important to know what that when you decide to partner with a PR agency, you're going to be required to do some work. It's not magic and you can't just tell them what you want and expect them to deliver and watch them fly. So I wanted to create a quick podcast to kind of talk about what you'll need to prepare or what you should have prepared before you even hire a PR agency or even think of starting to vet a PR agency. You have to have some materials on your own. This will save you time. This will save you money. This will save you frustration. So you really want to set your own expectations. And it's really important for a fruitful relationship and campaign to just have these materials ready in advance or have these expectations set in advance. I just recently onboarded with a service partner and I wish I was told what they needed before. Um, And this is something I usually send to clients beforehand. Like, hey, you know, before we even start, maybe you should get this stuff ready because they, you know, we onboarded and now I have to spend three weeks getting these materials together, which I would have preferred to just start the process after I had the materials ready. And I understand it's like a sales thing, but in my mind, like I'm very type A, I work in PR, I want to be really organized and I want to get going. So as soon as I start with a new group of people or a new service provider, I want to get going. And so I don't want to be a, become a bottleneck. And it, this happens sometimes when we have new clients, they become the bottleneck for us to actually get started. So we do need assistance from you. So I thought, this, it might be a great opportunity to give you kind of the information that you need of what your PR team is going to need when you get started with them so that you can be mentally prepared and hopefully physically prepared as well. So the first thing is prepare your business goals and challenges. And maybe this is in a document, maybe this is your operations deck or your pitch deck or whatever. PR is really similar, similarly in line with brand and reputation. And some might argue it's one and the same, but your PR team needs to be plugged into your business goals and challenges so that they can directly map back to solving them. So it's not just about doing PR because you think you need it, but it's about solving a business challenge and filling a gap in your business. And you may not see it, but if you choose to share your business challenges with them, the PR team can probably fill more than what you expect and they can craft the stories because that's really what we're doing. We're storytelling to the public so that you get more business, you get more customers, you get more brand recognition. So we can help, we can use those business challenges to help frame the story in a way that will get you the most results. So prepare a document or share a document that shows them your current business challenges and goals. Number two, 
have a wish list or a list of expectations ready. So don't go into PR not knowing what you want from it. I know we have like a previous podcast on what PR can do for your business. So take a listen to that. I can't recall which episode it is, but having a wish list is really important. And that way also a good PR person is going to put you on the right track. Okay. It's great to communicate these. I'm going to be honest. We're going to poke holes into your expectations, probably most often than not, but that's our job is to tell the right stories to the right people for the right reasons, right. To meet your goals. And so sometimes I've had people come to me and say, Hey, I want a feature in entrepreneur magazine. Well, is that going to map back to your business challenges? If it doesn't, do you still want to do that? You know, so it's not that we're just going to overtake and dictate what your PR program is going to look like, no matter what you say, but it's just, um, we will give you clarity to say that, okay, well, this may not serve the purpose that you think it's great to have a feature in entrepreneur. What it can support is building your profile as an entrepreneur, but it may not support sales for your business. So that's something that's very good to understand. So have this wish list or a wish list of expectations so that the PR person can one, know what those expectations are, but also like this should not be like a mystery game. You're not going to get the best out of your PR agency if you're playing a game with them. So one, tell them exactly what you want. Tell them what you want and then let them explain to you what does and what doesn't work because that's our job as professionals doing this for a long time you know, there could be nuances that you, you don't know about. And I, I do this often with clients. They probably don't always want to hear what I have to say, but it's not always in favor of what their plan is, but I know that they've come back to me and appreciated and said, thank you for letting me know I had to go back and revisit this or, or, Hey, actually we're ready to go. Let's do this. So it just gives you a little bit more clarity on the vision and purpose of your PR campaign. Third, get your written materials ready. So if you have a press kit, if you don't, that's fine. But if you do have a press kit or if you have bios, you know, clean up your website marketing, give them marketing materials, product information, company information, all these written materials typically in the first few weeks are things that we have to build and create. If you give us resources, it really reduces the time that we'll need to get information from you. So it takes a long time. Get these things ready, compiled graphics, demos, prepare to onboard them as you would like potentially like a new employee. Um, give them the materials you would like a sales team. So your PR team needs to be privy of all of these things. Four, be in it to win it. And I know this sounds, this is probably probably the most marketing this, this podcast will sound, but while you can do short PR projects and we do them all the time, The key with public relations is longevity, building your brand, building consistency, and really building a long-term funnel. And PR is best for brands who either want to build an exit or build and build, right? Like build and be sold or build and grow bigger and have a brand name to be aware. We are in the brand awareness business. So we get your brand out there, known, understood, your value propositions understood. That's the job of public relations. So in the first month, as I already mentioned, it takes quite a bit to kind of get your materials ready. What you can expect is that, you know, you're going to take a month to adjust to each other, working styles, weekly meetings or biweekly meetings, getting materials prepared, getting ready to do the big work. And so if that takes a month, if you have a three month project or a two month project, it really doesn't 
give you the benefits of PR the way you should have it. Now you could do a short pitching project for like a press release, and then you're going to have less materials. You're not going to have a press kit to go through. You might just have, Hey, you know, it's a project and you're like, can you just pitch this press release for me to these 10 outlets? That's really direct transaction, but that's transactional PR. That's not a commitment to really doing PR for your brand. When you're committed to doing PR for your brand, my recommendation is dedicating or planning to have six months at least dedicated to it is your key. You should have noticeable results um, and see a light at the end of the tunnel in about two to three months. And you should know what that flow feels like. But at six, six months, you can actually establish something. That should be your minimum goal for retaining a PR agency. Now, 12 months is better. And then I think six to 12 months is really like the best because then you want to assess what they're doing, how they're doing it, your own business roadmap. And again, if you're tying it to your business roadmap, you should be able to do this. So remember, PR is not just like a marketing activity. It's not a function of marketing. PR is a function of communicating your brand. So PR and marketing kind of hold hands and social media, they all hold hands together. PR can inform marketing, can inform social media. So have a bigger plan for your PR. Now, if you're just doing a one-off project, that is what it is. That's totally fine as well. But if you really want to build the brand something bigger than you've ever seen it before, long-term PR goal is the plan. And that's why so many companies have internal PR departments or engage agencies for a longer period of time. Last but not least, you will have to support your PR team. And this is something that happens often, especially with B2B PR. You engage a PR agency, great. You give them materials, great. You have your kickoff meeting, great. Now you're just expecting them to run by themselves. You know, everybody runs out of fuel at some point. So I'm not saying we get tired, (laughs) but you're going to need to re-up their content and their information. And to be perfectly honest, your PR person is a representative of your expertise, of your brand's expertise. Their job is to be an expert in PR and how to present your information. Your job is to, you know, your job to be an expert in what you do. So in order for that to work hand in hand really well, you really have to support your PR team. So I recommend that you have someone who is your point of contact that has the bandwidth to be the point of contact. I don't know how many times we've been point of contacts with people that just don't have the time for it. And then the results are bad for everyone. So make sure there is a point of contact, someone who can help facilitate materials, ideas, meetings, action items, all that kind of stuff. So five things that I kind of talked about today, I'm sure there's a little bit more we could talk about. And if if you guys need a list or a checklist, we actually have a PR checklist I could provide to you. You can email it to me or you can email me at ronjini at thesilvertelegram.com. But the five ones that I presented today are number one, prep your business goals and challenges for your team on a document, verbally, a list, whatever. Two, have a wish list or a list of expectations. What do you expect to get out of the engagement? What do you expect to get out of PR in general? Three, have your written materials ready, marketing materials, website. If you're going to update your website, do it before you engage, or if you need help with it, do it while you engage. If you need help with messaging, be in it to win it. Number four, I'll be in it to win it. So try to shoot for a six month project. And that's, I'm going to say a good PR agency is going to charge anywhere. A good, 
a boutique agency will charge anywhere from like four to $8,000 a month, depending on the scope of work. A larger PR agency is going to anywhere from five to 25 to $50,000 a month. It just depends on your scope. Um, I would say a really nice budget, it would be 25,000 for six months. So about about 5,000 a month. And last but not least, number five, you will have to support your PR team. So make sure you have the time to support them at least, especially, especially not at least, especially in the first month, be willing to invest 10 to 20 hours to get them up to speed, to be available for them. And also realize like when you guys do start doing media relations, you're going to have to be available for the meetings. The media does not work around your schedule. We work around theirs. So that's something to include in that support side you need to be available for your PR team to be able to be nimble and quick and go back and forth. Okay. So I hope those five things helped. I hope you have a little bit more light in your PR, dark PR atmosphere. (laughs) And um, I hope you guys have a great week. So um, good luck in getting ready to start PR and we'll have an upcoming episode on how to choose the right PR agency. I think it's going to come out next week. So stay tuned for that. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.